Yeah, I think for me, it's definitely going to be mentality. Um, I would say, like, just looking at teams that have won, and obviously we don't know enough about their boards, but knowing India's board and everything, there's just, obviously, you cannot get rid of the immense pressure that's faced by the number of people who follow the sport, right? That that you can't get rid of. Absolutely. But there has to be something said for playing fearlessly, you know? Um, there's this sense of, of like, and I don't, I think the, the way the Indian players go about it is that they, you know, Team getting selected to the team is prioritized much more than um, actually playing well. And I think that starts right at the level of selection, right? You need to be able to select players who you know that even if they don't necessarily do well or badly, you have a pool of players that know that they have the chances, right? And I know the, the thing is that, you know, I think it's a switch in, you know, normally I think players coming up have this fear of as soon as I have a couple of bad performances, because the talent pool is so huge, I'm going to get easily replaced. To me, I think the easy way to correct that is switch it, switch the mentality. Because we have such a big talent pool, we know that we're, there's no fear of ever not running out of players to give a chance to, right? You can either expand your initial squad and give more people a chance and make that carry a little bit longer because you know that it doesn't have to be that every 20-year-old gets a chance immediately. Shreyas Iyer started when he was 25, 26. You know, you can wait, give players a chance to really be at that level so that they're not there based on talent alone, but they're able to really carry the game much more so than numbers, you know? And so I think it has to be a switch from, from being afraid of the larger pool that could replace you and instead thinking of, I'm here now and the selectors too should select people they know are the best of that pool so that they get a chance to not only hone their skills, but also get a chance to play in a team and play well in a team, not just focus on one narrow thing, reason as to why they're in a team. So it's a mentality, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel to add to that, um, instead of coming from a place of desperation and looking for one player and then trying to nurture that player for the next year for the World Cup, what they could instead do is give that pool of players enough chances and give them enough opportunities to be able to showcase themselves and then use that player in the World Cup. Like, this is not a lucky draw where you choose one player out of 20 and then you say, okay, fine, I've chosen you. You have the next year to prove yourself, do whatever you want. You can mess up or you can do really well, but we're sticking to you. Like, that's like, I think that's where favoritism versus trust comes in. You don't, like, instead of trusting one particular player based on very specific performances, you can always give a pool of players enough chances in the course of the year and then sort of choose on the basis of that. So that even the players know that even if I mess up this one particular game, I won't be ruled out. I can still be enough enough chances. And if then that person doesn't perform in that period of time, then that person doesn't make it, they deserve to make it to the team. But then, then it is sort of a fair process where everybody's getting enough chances to play fearlessly. And then you can sort of make a decision. You don't necessarily have to tell the person, you know, you're playing the World Cup and then you have one year to do well. You can just give them time for one year and then make a choice just before the World Cup. But you know, now you've played enough because you're playing those matches irrespective. It's not like you're playing more matches now that you know you're playing the World Cup. It's just that you're not playing with that mentality anymore. So just changing the mentality might help things a lot. Yeah, I think that also effectively blends like giving, like reposing faith in your players and also giving them like a mechanical overview of how much time they will get if they are not going to be able to perform to their potential. And I think both of those are very important. I feel like one of the things which I would say that India should definitely implement is some amount of transparency between the like the leadership group and the management and also like the players who 
are vulnerable they, who are the most vulnerable to losing out because if you see someone like sanju samson he has been traveling with the team for the last one and a half years manish pandey has been traveling with the team for the last like two odd years krunal pandya has been in and out rahul johar came in for a while khalil ahmed came in for a while all of like a bunch of these young players who were like used for a few series they were given a chance but like a few of them were only given one match a few of them were given three matches some of them have been traveling extensively and not been given any matches so like if you at least give them like a transparent call and uh, if you tell them that okay so manish we have we are going to carry you with the team because we need someone as backup for someone like an ayer or a rahul in case one of them messes up or one of them gets injured but unfortunately we cannot play you until one of those things happens or like maybe if we are winning a series it's a five match t20 series three match t20 series we have won the first two we can give you the third match like if you just give them like some of these like tidbits just tell them that this is what's going to happen you be transparent with them i think it will make a world of difference to their attitude towards the game as well because i'm sure all of these players really respect the fact that they have been given the opportunity to represent india at the highest level and they don't let, they don't want to let go of it but the only thing that can be worse than not representing the team like despite being in the squad is like not being told why they are in the squad to begin with if they're not being used because this happened with karun nair in the test team and although it's like a long bone i mean i feel like it's been happening with a lot of players recently if you just tell them that you are here for the like you i mean you're here for the long haul and it doesn't matter like no like doesn't matter how many times you mess up we're going to like propose faith in you i think it makes a world of difference because it brings to mind like an incident like from the 2012 2013 like ipl which i heard about on a podcast that i was listening to the other day when gautam gambhir no matter how like what kind of reservations i have with him as a person now but like as a captain he was resolute and there was one of these matches um in 2012 or 2013 i don't remember which like which year exactly wherein he was given like the award for man of the match and uh, lakshmipati balaji after like eight or nine matches of having performed like very below average had almost won them the game that day and so when he was when gautam gambhir was called up and uh, like called up as man of the match and he was asked his first question he told he he asked the interviewer if he could bring lakshmipati balaji onto the like onto the like, onto the dais as well because lakshmipati balaji was the one who actually won them the game although gambhir set it up so like you know i'm i'm obviously not saying i expect virat kohli to do that or any of the captains to do that but i obviously feel that if you're going to like give your players a long haul and if you're going to like tell them like if you're going to appreciate or going to praise everything that they do when whenever they do something well like i think it makes a world of difference to their confidence and i feel sport is a game of confidence for everybody like if you're confident in your own abilities your performance is going to peak and if you're not confident and even like if even if you're with the team even if you're given opportunities to play it's going to be something like what pant has been undergoing right now because he doesn't know whether he's going to be able to like retain his place in the team if he's going to mess up today although he's been given like 6 to 7 months of a continuous run so i think just transparency is key yeah yeah um i think definitely you know um like looking looking at the leadership and captaincy one of the things with kohli is that he's someone who kind of the main draw of his captaincy is leading by example right like he is you know someone who's brought the the charge in fitness for the indian team or someone who's you know obviously the best player and in that way just leading by example is one of the main aspects of his captaincy right but in especially in this format um just can't be example that's sort of the centerpiece of your your leadership you know because going back to what you were saying about guys like Pandey and Sanju you know these are guys who at the IPL level which is a very respectable level of cricket they've performed really well pretty consistently um and they're guys that 
if you know they're they're given some level of trust and definitely transparency as you said they're they're guys who i think would be able to show up at a big stage and you know just the inconsistency in who has been given um repeated uh freedom to to show the best they can you know someone like bunt versus guys like Pandey and sanju who haven't had the same uh level of freedom to to play um and show themselves and prove themselves um i think there there just needs to be an evening out of the level of opportunity for those guys and definitely if there's transparency there's no doubt that we'll see just a better level of performance from these guys because we know they're capable um it's just that we haven't seen them used in the right ways at the right times you know we're not using them in the fourth and fifth matches of series that we're winning even though we should be testing them out right so these kinds of small changes um in the leadership of our team is is what will really drive us towards having a fully set lineup you know yeah and realize that we don't we don't need too much they don't need too much of freedom to be able to do well like think about it we are talking about guys at the international level okay my cricket team selection we were given a stump and we were given two chances to hit a six with that stump and that was it so these are players who have gone through all those levels and gone up to rise to make it to the indian team so these people know how to play under pressure these people have performed under under scenarios where they were just given one or two chances these are the best in the country so it's not like they need six months of a period where they told that you know you don't just don't care about stuff and they don't need that level of attention uh, from uh, players from the selectors that you know that for, for the next six months just don't care about other things and just focus on that they've they've sort of built themselves on that for the last 10 15 years that's how they've made it to the indian cricket team so all you need is some amount of leeway and results could like change tremendously on the basis of that yeah that's exactly true that's exactly right and that also brings to that's also that also brings to question like obviously we spoke about the freedom we spoke about like playing under pressure and we know that our captain virat kohli and we also have like rohit sharma as the vice captain who both like lead from the front they both are like two of our best players in the team and they just constitute what is a very top heavy like a very top heavy like lineup right so do you think the fact that we are top heavy is also contributing a little to our woes like obviously the woes are not very visible but they will be visible and they'll be visible at the worst possible time so like do you think Absolutely. being top heavy can affect like the team in the future even though it might win us tournaments and even though it might win us like bilateral series very comfortably yeah no and in fact i would say the the most successful teams that i've seen win especially the t20 format have been ones that can really rely on people at the back end of the innings and you know as regardless of what controversy he has i think that's where hardik pandya is so important right um yes. and you need guys like him who can like ayer like rahul who can step in at the back and just help you know um and this has nothing to do with with you know being looking the best or having the best numbers or anything like that and i keep i keep talking about australia because like i just as as much as i don't like the australian team given how much they win but you have to admire <laughs> some of the the ways in which they have gone about their most successful years right look in the mid 2000s not one of those players on that team was was by any way bad like there were games where ponting clark gilchrist always had bad games you could rely on michael bevan at the end you could rely on andrew simons at the end you could rely on um whoever was there i forget somebody 
uh, my, my cussing, exactly. So you, you have people you, you can rely on. So that's what makes up a team. Like there may be players who outperform others, but it should almost be that they perform, they, that they perform better maybe or worse or whatever. They're, they're noticed because they're part of a team, but they're not part of a team because they're noticed. That's, that's the exactly distinction that That's exactly true. Even, t- even today, I think Australia has a team when you can rely on anyone at the back end. Like in the World yeah. Cup last year, I mean, although it's not necessarily like for T20 is this point that I'm trying to make, but it's Australia as a whole, be it like, in, like no matter what the format is. Like last year, some of their most successful like performances in the World Cup were given by Alex Carey. And who would have thought that Alex Carey would come out of nowhere and be one of the second or third highest run scorers? So obviously you have Aaron Finch who like captained the team really well, but then you also had like David Warner who performed exceptionally yeah. well. Steve Smith, who was obviously as solid as he always is. Like recently, Marnus Labushan has come, like has come up. You have Alex Carey, you have Glenn Maxwell, who you can trust at times, Marcus Stoinis. So you, like the list is just never ending. You're going to have a yeah. team of 11 players and you just can, you can play any of them at any given position and they're going to deliver. Because Steve Smith does step up in T20s when he has to. We have seen him like right. be the, like the captain of Pune in 2017 and guide them to the final. So like he obviously has the acumen and aptitude to guide the team. Like it doesn't matter what his numbers are. It doesn't matter like what his perception is as a player. Like even though he's a test great as he is known, like if you back him, he is going to produce results for you. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was saying about having this pool of players from which you know you as Perno said you don't worry about where whether you know you don't play one game or anything like that, right? Look at recently, Australia has, I think, or even was it England? England has the 55-player squad, you know? And between yeah, any, yeah. there can be any combinations or permutations, but they know that their spots are secure as long as they keep working. So they're not worried about, I have to do this, I have to bat at number four well. Like, take Chris Jordan. Chris Jordan's a great example. Chris Jordan, when he started out in the early to mid-2010s, was an all-rounder, batting at 6-7 and coming to bat. And now he's one of their frontline bowlers, bowlers, you know? And that's what he does. Like, if you're allowed to expand, allowed to play your game, and allowed to explore different avenues, there's no concern. And I think definitely just having that fear also makes you play badly, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like like with Australia too, they, they I don't think they necessarily um, fielded a consistent eleven in, in the series they played ODIs especially, right? And there's there's nothing personal between those players if one guy gets it and one guy doesn't, except for Usman Khwaja, but that's different. Yeah. Um, Generally, like with these other teams, there doesn't tend to be a, um, any sort of like if, if I don't play there, they have such a solid domestic structure that they just keep playing elsewhere. Like there's, it's so coveted to have an India spot that people seem to forget why they're in the team when they get to the India spot. You know, that has to change. And then regarding, you know, yeah, definitely. Because I'd say one of the reasons why, particularly with India, the top heavy factor is an issue is because they're just isn't a feeling that the guys after are really going to do what's needed to be done. And, you know, the, the guys at the top um, guys who are, you know, solid spots in the team often have, there've been times when they're playing really conservatively, right? They're just, you know, still playing themselves in and that kind of thing. And in this format that shouldn't need to happen um, because with teams like England and Australia, we've seen that, you know, they can really just get going because all of the middle order and the back end are all, you know, people who are ready to deliver. And if we're able to build that in the Indian team, right, there's no reason that the top order should be um, having any pressure to play conservatively, you know. It, it should be just a free-flowing type of game that we're capable of playing. We've seen glimpses of it 
at times, but it's just in this format, never been consistent. And it's definitely possible, you know, if the mentality changes, like Sid was saying before. So that's just what needs to happen. That is very true. And I think one very solid way to work around it is, as Sid mentioned, have a pool of players and give them consistent chances because you know that at the end of the day, Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli are going to play. Like, come the World Cup, they're going to play every single match. So it doesn't really hurt, like, Virat Kohli or Rohit Sharma to, like, step out for a few matches or a couple of matches exactly. and give someone else the nod ahead because, see, honestly, the, in the grand scheme of things, the only way these bilateral series in the, like, lead up to the World Cup is the only way they're going to affect India are, like, in the in its ICC rankings. And they're going to be immaterial if they're able to win the, if they're able to win the tournament, right? Because it's all, like, this ploy that's leading up to the tournament. So, like, my suggestion to, like, my suggestion now is you guys want to build, like, a 15-player squad which you feel should be fielded, like, which we all unanimously feel should be, like, should be fielded in the upcoming World Cup? Sure. So, we can, we, talk about the, we can talk yeah. about the captaincy. We can talk about the contentious captaincy later. We can debate the contentious captaincy later. But let's just begin by picking a 15-player squad. So, like, what approach okay. are do we, you are we each, Are we each building our own or are we building one we'll together? We'll build one unanimously. We'll build one, like, together. And, oh, like, okay. I, I wanted to know what kind of approach you guys want to take to this. Do you guys want to build a playing 11 first and then add backups? Or do you guys want yeah. to, like, pool a 15-player squad and then pick an 11? I like the second option because that, that is exactly, consistent yeah. with what we've been talking about. Let's build a 15-player squad. Although yeah. Akash nodded for the first option. <laughs> gonna, gonna, it was just the easiest way to do it. Squad. Akash, Akash gonna, is starting to think like an Indian selector. Akash is like, I want Sanju to be there. I want Sanju Samson in the team, so now we're going to go with the 15. <laughs> so, yeah. no, so um, I don't think he'll make it. But, okay, so let's start with the 15. So, like, you want to start with the players who pick themselves first? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, so I Rohit think and Kohli pick themselves. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rohit, Kohli, Bumrah, Pandya. Pandya. Okay, so actually let's let's just go like role wise, right? So if uh, if you okay. in the batting department you have Rohit and Kohli who pick themselves. At this mm-hmm. point in time, I feel Rahul also picks himself. Like mm-hmm. agreement, yeah. disagreement, thoughts, comments. To some extent, even Ayer does. Yeah, Ayer yeah. does now. Ayer does now. So what do you what do you make yeah. of like Rahul and Ayer's selection? I think they're both they both speak I for think... themselves, especially now. Um, I think, especially with Rahul and Ayer, they they kind of st- are starting to represent a little bit of that we can rely on them wherever. You know, you can play Ayer or Rahul wherever you yeah. want. I'm worried that they are starting to get a little comfortable or they're being forced to play in specific roles. Mm. But I think that if they are given a chance and they, they're, you know, if you train them to kind of play other positions too, they could really be reliable middle-order forces, which mm-hmm. they are already, but I think they are starting to get a little bit restricted. Like Ayer seems to have locked in four, Rahul mm-hmm. seems to have locked in five. So I'm, you know, that's the even only thing. Even in that but regard, I, think, I feel like, even no, that regard, actually, I feel like Rahul can open. Rahul can open yeah, like exactly. if he has to. Exactly. And which, which brings me to the question, do you guys want to pick Shikhar Dhawan in the squad? Because I feel like he will travel wherever India goes. Because he just has been. Yeah, but I would want him today. Like we, I'd start we would Rahul. all want Rahul. Like we, we are picking the 15, right? So like yeah. we're just looking at the pool right now. Yes, so like, I do think you want to throw Shikhar into the pool. Yes, I think personally yeah. for the this, yeah. I think he honestly represents this idea of the pool, right? He's talented enough to play at, in the team for sure, and every time he's played when not injured, he's performed. So, oh, right. um, you know, in that sense too, he seems like personality-wise the kind of person to give others a chance and also not worry too much about where he is. And he said that multiple times in interviews too, right? So I think definitely that warrants selection. By the way, I'm, I am writing this down, so. Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah, we're also going to display it on the screen. Yeah, but guys, and, like, okay. exactly. but guys, think about this. Um, Shikhar Dhawan, as experienced as him, in the squad, in an ICC tournament, do you guys actually see him being dropped? 
I I feel if he makes it to the 15th, like because see, it's it's been like in the last few months, in the last yeah, we've seen how remarkably uh, KL has performed on all positions, right? He's done mm-hmm. very well wherever he's been playing. So really it, now it's like we want KL in the team no matter what. So I feel mm-hmm. if Dhawan makes it to the and given the entire problem of finding a good number five and a number even if we have Ayer as a number four, I feel if Dhawan makes it to the playing, if he makes it to the squad. Then they would rather have Dhawan, who is sort of reliable when it comes to ICC tournaments. They would want Dhawan to open with Rohit, especially given how well they play together, and then give Rahul the spot of five. So I think it's like putting Dhawan in the 15. It's same as putting him in the 11. You should either not have him in the squad at all, or have him in the 15 and in the 11. Because I I don't see a situation where the team feels or they can like management can make a decision that somebody as experienced and somebody who has performed as much as Dhawan should be excluded from the squad. And not no, given a chance. That's the thing about transparency. You know, that's the, that's the thing about transparency. Right? Yeah. Like one yeah. of the issues, one of the ways to resolve this problem is transparency. Like if you know that KL Rahul is performing well, and if you want him to play in the eleven as an opener, then you tell him that we want you to play in the eleven as an opener. And like once the pool is ready, and like Shikhar Dhawan, if they feel like Shikhar Dhawan should play as an opener, then they will, and they should rather tell KL Rahul that we are playing you at five. So like if they do tell yeah. KL Rahul that we're going to play you at five, and they like exalt his position like at number five, then probably he will befit the role of number five as like uh, like when the World Cup comes around, or right. when uh, on the yeah. other side, if Shikhar Dhawan is told that you've been playing really well, but we're going to give you this long run, we're going to take you to like Australia, or we're going to keep you in India, whatever like the World Cup take like World World Cup takes place, but we will give KL Rahul the nod ahead given his recent form. So like if the if their positions are made transparent, that's the selector's job. Like all we're doing is yep. pulling a team together. So I just I just feel like having yeah. not having Shikhar Dhawan would be like a major mockery of like all the work that he has put in like for the Indian team over the course of these last few years, especially yeah. in ICC events. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, do we all agree on having Shikhar Dhawan then in the pool? I, I, I agree on yeah. being in the squad. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. like if you're so, looking at a few other batsmen, um, who who are you going to look at? I would say Rishabh Pant, obviously. Is someone who Ravi Shastri and Kohli yeah. obviously like a lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, Pandey. I yeah. Think I think Pandey. Pant and Pandya both. I think Pant especially brings up Pandey, that point. I think, I think they said Pandey. Said. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you guys Pandey. say Pant? Yeah. He said. He, they said Manish Pandey. No, 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 and we said Pant, Pant, and then we said Manish Pandey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not Pandey. okay. Okay. So not Pandya. Uh, not yet. Oh, Pandya was there before. Pandya comes in the order. I mean, I feel like Manish Pandey. He fills the kind of role. Which someone like Sanju Samson, and in my opinion, someone who's not even in the reckoning right now, in the form of Surya Kumar Yadav, like as well, because I feel yeah. Surya Kumar Yadav the last couple of years has been extremely like consistent for the Mumbai Indians. When he used to play for KKR, mm. he used to float around. He used to play anywhere between number three and number eight, and like for Mumbai mm. Indians, he's played as an opener three, four, and five. So like you have had mm. him play at different positions. So like yeah. if you're gonna have someone like a Manish Pandey in the team as either cover for Rishabh Pant or like play ahead of Rishabh Pant. Then probably the same position can be like occupied by someone like Sanju Samson and Surya Kumar Yadav as well. So we can even throw the two of them into the fray with Manish Pandey or pick one amongst those three. But like we look at the we look at the squad as it develops, right? So sure, we can sure, put sure. all three of them into the fray at the moment. Yeah. Like unless someone opposes okay. or wants to add someone else. No, also. I'm good with that. I also like Manish Pandey because he is at least in recent series has represented someone who does not seem to have a particular proclivity to playing at one position or anything like that. Yeah, He's right. someone that. You know, may not perform in every innings, but at least when you when you put him in, he's there, and he he definitely has that like kind of drive to play well. So I mm, I definitely sure. you know, and purpose of having a pool is definitely helpful to include him. So like as we move on, we have Hardik Pandya as an all rounder, but do you like the two yeah, other Kunal players Pandya. who have been play? 
Pradal Pandya is also like he can be in the pool, so like we can throw his name in. Like we don't have to like we don't have to like narrow it down by yeah. the eleven. But so we have Pradal yeah. Pandya in there as well. Um, I feel two other like I'm not I'm trying to um, I'm not trying to buy for them. I don't even like want them to be in the squad. But two other players who have been given a run as T20I all rounders have been Shivam Dubey in the recent past and Kedar Jadhav like until late last year. When um, Hardik Pandya was injured, because Hardik Pandya and Jadhav used to play as a pair, and the only reason Jadhav played a few T20Is towards the second half of last year was because Hardik Pandya was injured. So mm-hmm. I personally don't feel like with uh, like now that we have so many batsmen and like almost two other all-rounders in the team in the form of Krunal and Hardik, I don't feel right. like we need someone like Kedar Jadhav anymore, given his age no, and given his vulnerability yeah. to like just retiring when yeah, he like, retires soon. I think, and, I think you know he's Kedar Jadhav. I will say though he has been given less credit than he deserves for oh, being absolutely. that kind of finisher role. Like he's done, he's done a lot of very, very. He played very. You know, I was just recently watching the the 2016 series with England when India was something for four, chasing 350, and then he stayed and hit a massive century to carry them all the way. So, um, you know, I think he's someone who is definitely like like Pandey has that kind of drive to, to push push it innings at the back end and is not doesn't bat with fear or, or anything to lose. So that's yeah. Um, but yeah you're right he's old and uh he um you know there are other players who deserve that spot I think. Yeah. I think Jadeja that's where Jadeja comes in. Like perfect yeah, so Jadeja can be thrown in the pool. So I feel like I Definitely. personally I personally want to discredit uh, not discredit I personally want to disregard Shiram Dubey from this selection because I don't feel like he's added much value. Since the time he got picked, and I know that, like I know that um, Sid has um, like a certain bias, like he has like a very strong Who? opinion on Shivam Dubey, and like, I just uh, do you? I don't. I don't think he should be in the pool. Like, what do you think? Oh. I don't. Th- I don't think there's a need for him to be in the pool. You know, what does he bring to the table that we yeah. don't have other players doing already? You know, if yeah. for the same reason that we've we've put Pandey over 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 Jadav, I think he makes great TikToks. Over... So sorry. He makes great TikToks, but that doesn't warrant selection. Yeah, that unfortunately so, not a that not unfortunately is not the criteria. Sorry, Pranav. Right now, um, I just I got a message from a production manager. He is saying I don't know who Sharam Dubey is. Yes, exactly. That's the exact exactly. point I'm trying to make. Thank you, production manager. Sami, why are you naming the production manager? It's humanizing the poor guy. Archit just messaged me that he doesn't know who Sharam Dubey is. He's like he's I, yeah, editing notes on the side. That's like. a good thing. It's a good thing you don't yeah. know who he is. <laughs> so I mean, um, there's a reason you don't know who he is, and it's because <laughs> he he really doesn't provide as either a batsman or a bowler the full impact that other batsmen and other bowlers do. No. So why has he been considered yeah. so? He's not even a great finisher, you know. No, he's not no, and I think like the, for the same reasons that Vijay Shankar didn't work, he's not working either. You know, mm-hmm. they're the exact same. So I think the fascination of the pace bowling all rounder is what got him into the team. But yeah. I think that fascination is long going to remain a fascination until you find someone who actually fills Hardik's boots or someone who gets nurtured right. to fill Hardik's boots. So yeah, I exactly. think Hardik, as long as Hardik is fit and fine, he can give you three or four overs, and he can also yeah. like be a solid batsman at six or seven. So we yeah. don't need to really be concerned about that. He picks himself in the eleven also. Right. And right. I feel yeah. we throw Jadeja into the fray, and then we have all the bowlers. Definitely. So like I think the bowlers kind of pretty much pick themselves in this pool. I would say Bhuvi, Deepak Chahar, Jasprit Bumrah, Yuzvendra Chahal. Kuldeep Yadav, Sundar, Washington yep. Sundar is someone who we can debate because uh, he has been given a long run. He's on the fringe, for sure. Yeah. He's, on, he's, on, he's been on the fringes. He's been in the 11. He's been in the 11 as right, well. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we have Chahel, um, Kuldeep, 
uh, Deepak Chair, Bhuvi, and um, Bumrah for sure. Navdeep Saini, I would say, has also been given a run. Shami has been like blow hot, blow cold in like in T20s. And, yeah, I'll leave uh, Shami out in the format. Yeah, for and this format, I would say that probably he doesn't like really have the yeah. like the wheels to run. At least given the amount of like talent that we have that can be picked ahead of him. But what right. about Sundar, guys? I would say Sundar like is it represents the same uh, similar issue as. Um, uh, someone like Dubey because you have Jadeja there um, and I would Kranal say Pandya you know, Kranal Pandya also Kranal Pandya also exactly Kranal Pandya also so I would you know we don't there's no need for someone who maybe can possibly bat one or two innings and can bowl subpar off spin you know we have people who can bowl better and can bat more reliably too so I think there's no need for him to include him at the moment and he I, has I time, do like his know. potential and he has time too I do yeah. like his potential I do like that he's making some positive strides, yeah. but he's he twenty-one. Time. He's twenty-one. He has like a good yeah. fourteen, fifteen years in yeah, cricket. So exactly, like, he's, he's never gonna he's never gonna run out. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's one of those players that we can wait on. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. absolutely. I will so, say though, if you do include all those bowlers, though, we're at sixteen, not fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're at sixteen. Okay, can you mm-hmm. list the because, sixteen? So the sixteen are Rohit, Kohli, Rahul, Ayer, Dhawan, Pant, H Pandya, K Pandya, um, Manish Pandey. So that's nine batsmen. Uh-huh. Then Jareja 10, Bhuvi 11, Chahar, Yadav, Chahel, Saini 16. And, and Bumrah. And Bumrah, right? Shami. I'd kick out maybe Shami I mean, from that list. We didn't include Shami in this. We didn't include so, Shami. Exactly. We need, we, to add, Shami. we need to add Shami. No, I mean, no, we I, don't need I think, I think we decided not to include because, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think Shami he hasn't, for T20s. He played, is a few not. T- he played a few T20s last year. He didn't perform particularly well. He played one T20 yeah. in which he like performed like fairly well, but I feel like because we have so many bowlers who are especially like being played in the T20s right now, and they are being given the nod ahead of him because we want to nurture like a good pool of T20 talent. I feel like I think even he understands that he is not really like in it for like the T20s. I'm sure that he would be disappointed if he was like, excluded from the ODIs or the tests, and he shouldn't be because he picks himself in the 11 according to me. But I think in the T20s there are people who like probably should get the nod ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. So we're agreeing on having Saini over. Shami? Yeah. I would yes. personally think so. Yeah, I, would I, I think agree so. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Saini over so Shami. We are, so, like, yeah. just with this, we're discrediting Sundar, Dubey, Shardul Thakur, who we discussed already, mm-hmm. and um, Surya Kumar Yadav and Sanju Samson are also not being considered in this at this yeah. point in time. Surya Kumar Yadav is not even, like, close to the mm-hmm. radar right now, so we can leave him away, although I personally mm-hmm. want him to play in the team. But, um, and mm-hmm. Sanju Samson, I feel like even he has been overlooked now. And overlooked for good reason. Although Akash yeah. might disagree. Mm-hmm. Like, but he has been overlooked for good reason by now. Yeah. All we yeah, need to think about now is nine... who do we exclude? Who do we exclude now? Okay, so I would say we probably, in, from this 15, we, I think from we From this have, 16, like, right? Yeah, from 16. 16. Yeah. Personally, Let's... I think not for a question of, you know, if we are restricting it to 15, I think for a question of not necessarily a talent perspective, but he may not, you know, obviously giving him chances is good, but... Maybe we consider dropping one of Manish Pandey or Pant. Oh, not Kranal Pandya? Kranal Pandya, yeah, actually, yeah, actually Kranal Pandya too, I guess. Is I mean, I was thinking of Kranal Pandya. Because yeah, that's a good point. He's had the least experience of them all. And also, we have Jadeja yeah. at the moment. Right. We have Jadeja, we have Pandya. Yeah. We have Jadeja, yeah, Pandya. Yeah, Kumar, guys, don't discount him as a batsman. Honestly, you don't need to worry about these players uh, like, as, like with their batting aptitude because if you have, you have a top-heavy lineup, first of all, you have a top-heavy order 
batting order and then you also have these few players who can take care of the rest so you mm-hmm. don't need to be worried about like the like how number 8 9 10 11 bat it yeah. basically brings into like account the problem with the indian team that we discussed today yeah. so like their yeah, batting guys, attitude shouldn't also, be like hmm. we're yeah. also, like also we're assuming this tournament takes place in india right okay. like this is for next year yeah. so would we want an extra batsman or an extra spinner that's oh, true i think extra batsman i think extra batsman is easy Yeah. I mean, given like the J- fact Jadeja Chahal and Jadeja Chahal and Kuldeep, we have three. That's enough. enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. we don't That's have true. to put mm. Kuldeep Yadav in this. Like, sorry, Kunal Pandya in this. Kunal Pandya in this. Kunal Pandya. Yeah. And yeah. as far as possible, the only issue with this like squad, like the only obvious issue with the squad, I feel, is that I, f- I mean, personally, I feel like you don't have a backup for Hardik and Jadeja. Like, although for Jadeja, you know, you can have like someone else playing. but just from the point of view of them being all-rounders you don't have backups for them which means they're going to rely heavily on the two of them mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. you do rely heavily on the two of them you have to ensure that one of them like or at least both like or other two both of them do not get injured and give you like consistent like maybe mm-hmm. two or three four overs but like between them yeah if you're playing if I you're playing both of them if you're playing all of the current like just pure batsmen you know rahul ayer then pant that's where pandya comes in honestly as a replacement for one of the two in terms from a batting yeah. standpoint yeah from a you can easily have a replacement coming in you can easily have a replacement coming in if even as a number 5 batsman yeah yeah i would say if you're going to play well as a 5 yeah. i probably play pant but if you're going to if you're, i'm looking at 6 mm. and 7 right um for at least one mm. of them you have manish pandya manish pandya there as a okay. as mm. a backup okay cool manish pandya mm. makes sense I like mean, because anyway, okay. if it it wasn't for him, it would have been someone. If it was Australia, we probably would have had another bowler or something yeah, like that, right. uh, like mm-hmm. a, a, a among that. But so like, I think it's fine. I think it's fair because mm-hmm. you have Shikhar Dhawan also like back backed up like from what I saw. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think specific to Hardik, if he gets injured, there isn't a direct replacement, right? You're not yeah. gonna use a non-existent direct replacement. So I think mm-hmm. what you got to do is reshuffle the team in that event because mm-hmm. there are guys higher up the order who can um absorb a different role and changing two or three guys around um mm-hmm. can be the solution to replacing what Hardik lost, you know. Yep. It doesn't need to be a one-on-one replacement. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I feel like if you reshuffle the team you'll have enough because the thing is that there could also be a situation wherein they don't need like Jadeja Chahal and Kuldeep in the 11 they probably just want one mm-hmm. spinner they probably just like on a on a really swinging track you don't want them although in T20 it doesn't really make a difference and in India you won't find mm. too many of those but like you know like for for mm. example like in the Chinnaswamy or maybe in Vankhede you don't want to go in with two or three spinners mm. you want to have like a more yeah. like pace heavy or like you want to have some more pace heavy options so yeah. that you can get some variations and stuff in so like i feel at least in those situations like probably even jadeja won't be in the 11 sometimes like you might you might have a situation yeah. where you're yeah. only playing chahal or you may only playing kuldeep or something like that so in that case if hardik does get injured then hard like when jadeja comes in and for the last 7 8 months india has managed without like hardik they've yeah. sure yeah, done well right, but they yeah. could they could have even just played jadeja in place of him so right and i think right. that's yeah. the whole mentality shift too is that you know you play with what you got you know there are teams that don't even have a proper pace all rounder and their teams that manage with that mm. like i would look at australia right like australia marcus stoinis mm. i would not count him as a particularly strong bowler you know um so yeah. there's no comparison to how you make do with what you have you make do with what you have rather than trying to force someone into that position yeah. so yeah. i agree with akash here yeah. that you can just reshuffle the yeah. team Good and point. you play with what you have so you have make your best um, players so put forward which are the four players who you want to like if you wanted to pick an immediate starting 11 who would be the four players who you would like bench Bench. In my opinion, okay. like for uh, me, for me personally, it would be Kuldeep, 
Manish Pandey, Shikhar Dhawan, and um, Navdeep Saini. Yeah, same four for me. Oh, interesting. No, personally, I would not bench uh, Dhawan. I would play Dhawan and Rahul. I'd bench yeah. Manish Pandey. Um, we bench Pandey. Oh, okay. So, I'd, so in that case, I'd actually bench... Hold on, I have to write this out. <laughs> so, okay, you'd have in to that bench, for me... You'd have to bench uh, Pant. You'd, you'd have, have to, to bench Pant if Pant. you do that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and actually, I, I would. I would do that. I agree with you. I would sir. do that. I would, yeah. I would bench right. Pant. I would bench Saini. I would bench... I would... No, I would... So, wait. I would want... Um, just tell us your bowling head. Forgetting someone. Yeah. My bowling right now, it would be Bumrah. It would be um, Bhuvi. It would be Deepak Chahel. 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 Husey. And no and, Deepak Chahel? Um, Kuldeep. No Deepak Chahel. Oh. And then you, so want, then, you want, then you want Hardik Pandya and Jadeja. Yeah, I want Hardik Pandya as my third pacer third pace, and I want Jadeja as my third spinner. Okay. okay. You're playing okay. three spinners. Okay, so he's playing. So he's um, playing Jadeja. Yeah. He's playing Pandya at six and uh, Jadeja at seven, essentially. Yeah, and I'd I'd probably do yeah. the same as yeah. well. Mm. Um, I would bench both Bunt and Pandey because I think that Rahul. I like where he's playing right now at five. Um, mm. I, I think he's reliable in terms. I just I don't think. Um, I I don't trust him over. Uh, I I like Dhawan as an opener at the moment. Okay. You know, but, uh, yeah. I think yeah. Rahul rather you trust Dhawan, makes, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I think also, I like I like the way Shikhar Dhawan yeah. is confident. Easily reminds me of like mm. a little bit more consistent yeah. Sehwag, which I like. So yeah. mm. like the only the only difference I would make like the only difference that like my team would have is that I would play um, Deepak Chahar in place of Kuldeep on on some days and maybe like maybe on mm. on other days. And maybe like play Rahul instead of um, like um, Rahul instead of Dhawan as an opener in case such a situation presents mm. itself, mm. and play and slot mm. Pant in. That would be the like that okay. probably be the only like obvious change in my team. Mm. Sure. All right. I think the way I would approach it would be to do Rahul for Dhawan and play Pant, and you know, but just because I like the idea hypothetically of having a powerful number five, and if he has a few good games, that'll work. And if it doesn't, I think it's not a big change to move Rahul down and switch to Sid's plan, you know? So I, I think that kind of flexibility during a tournament is something that the team, like, needs to work on. Because yeah. either of those two teams that we collectively came up with would work perfectly fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, just one final question before we move on to the trivia. Like, who do you want as your captain? Because I personally feel like in an ideal world, Rohit Sharma would be captaining this team given how much success he has found as an IPL captain, given how much, like just from the point of view of the World Cup, given how much success he has found even like leading the Indian team whenever like whenever Virat Kohli has been rested or injured. He has like he has like a ratio of almost like 8 out of 10 when it comes to winning like T20s for India. He's probably lost only two. We've only lost one series under him. All, and we have played a good 6-7. We have won a lot of tournaments. We won the Netherhasa Trophy, the Asia Cup and all of those things. So... According to me, Rohit Sharma would be the captain. And also, I think it would free Virat Kohli up a little bit as well. Because like, in crunch situations and ICC tournaments, he hasn't particularly performed well in the 2016 World Cup or the 2019 like, uh, like World Cup, 2015 World Cup as well. So, like, it would just ease the pressure off of Kohli, make him, like, make him get the freedom to like, play however he wants. And mm-hmm. Rohit Sharma is also one of the players who can trust his... Like, it's not going to make much of a difference, like, honestly, from the point of view of mm-hmm. team selection. But just from the point of view of intra-match strategy, I would feel like Rohit Sharma... Like, ideally, would be my captain. Just ideally. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know kohli is going to be the captain but ideally right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think we have the 15 now if like sir could like quickly run us by it as i prepare the trivia questions the wait the 15 or the the 11 the, the 15 the 15 because okay. the 11 is going to be like to each their own right yeah all right so the 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 15 i think is um is rohit sharma shikhar dhawan virat kohli kl rahul shreyas ayer rishabh pant hardik pandya manish pandey ravindra jadeja um bhuvaneshwar kumar deepak chahar um kuldeep yadav yuzvendra chahal navdeep saini and jaspreet bumrah okay yeah all right sounds good it's a great team it's a solid team so moving on to the trivia now i have a few questions for you guys they are very like the fairly straight forward questions i have made these questions myself so i hope that they are like quite coherent uh, some mm-hmm. of these questions are very straight forward some of these questions are like a little twisted only four or five of them but uh, the first question i am going to be asking today because the player like who like the person who um i'm talking about here it's a special day for that person so i think it should be a clue enough for you guys the question is who's the only player to have scored six fours in an over of the ipl Clue. Six he did goals. against. He did so against RCB. <laughs> of course. Jinkia. That's right. That's right. Rahane. That's correct. That was oh, a very okay. educated guess. Because it's his birthday today. <laughs> it's, it's his birthday, birthday today. today. Yeah. Yeah. Is oh. that how you got it? Uh, is that how you got it, Akash? Yeah. That was that was the main <laughs> initial thought I had. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. um, Sandeep Lamichhane is the first cricketer from Nepal to have played mm-hmm. the IPL, but interestingly. He's not the first player from an associate nation to have played in the IPL. Who was the first player from um, an associate Ch- nation? Chiraksuri, UAE. Nope. First oh, really? player. First player. First player. Oh. The answer is oh. baffling. The answer is nothing that you all can think about. So think out of the box. Is it Ryan Tendulkar? Nope. He joined much later. And there's the a Marvel. player. There's a player who started his career. I'm going to give you guys a clue. He started his career with an associate nation. And then went on to play for the major nation. Oh, Johan Botha. No, he started with South Africa and went to uh, Australia. Oh. We spoke uh, about him before we started recording today. Um. Oh, we did. Yes. Clue so is. So he started um, off as he started off with an associate. Uh, Sid, the clue is in your cap. Oh. So he played for RCB. Dirk yes. Nannis. Is it Jack Collins? I like how. I like how. It's Dirk Nannis. Who is Nannis? Dirk Nannis. 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 Yeah. Yes. Huh. I like how Sid was looking at his cap, expecting something to happen suddenly, and then he would ask the question. Oh, I have all the signatures. Another fascinating, another fascinating question. As of today, Dirk Nannis. Yeah. Who is the only player to have played for three different IPL teams and also coached two different ones? And mind you, none of those teams are intersectional. None of those teams are intersectional. Like he's played for three different teams and coached two different teams. Is it Hasi? No. No. Ponting? Nope. He's not no, played. Not. He's only played for KK. Ponting never played. Yeah. Um. He played for KK in Mumbai. And also, um, Archit is also putting in his answers. He feels it's Sangakara, which is not true. Jayvardhan is also not true. Archit. Um, one guess. All of you guys get one guess. And then I'll oh. reveal the answer. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, my guess is uh, Callis. Okay, that's not true. Even yeah. I was thinking of that, but now I know that's not true. Um, uh, uh, uh. So he's still racking his brains, but he has only given his he's only given his guess. Akash has gotten both the answers correct um, so far. Guys, quickly guess, yeah. 
Is it a hog? Red hog? Nope. The left arm bowler? No? Nope, nope, nope. Turkish I, fast? Okay. You know, I, I'm out, I'm out. It's Nothing's coming up. very close to what Pranav said. It's not Brad Hogg, it's Brad Hodge. Oh, oh my God. I was Brad thinking, Hodge oh. Played, Brad yeah. Hodge played for yeah. Kochi Taskas Kerala. Uh, he played for Rajasthan. KKR. And he played for Rajasthan. And he has coached yeah. Gujarat Lions and Kings Eleven Punjab. I didn't know he was a coach. He has coached Kings Eleven and Gujarat Lions. Alright, so um, me, Yuna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, so now I have a very fascinating question. Who was the first player in the history of the Champions League T20? To take a hat trick. Clue, he was scheduled to play for one of you guys' like team of choice in this edition of the IPL. Um on this Persia, edition yeah. of the IPL. And it's a very out of the box answer. It's a yeah. very out of the box answer. What's the question again? The beginning? The first player in the history of the CLT twenty, Champions League T20 to take a hat trick. Is it Dwayne Bravo? Nope. It's an out-of-the-box answer. It's none of the none, none of the players who he was bought in the IPL this year, and he was going to play mm. for one of you guys' favorite teams. Chris Morris. No, no, no. You don't get another. You know, you don't get another guess now. It's guess an international quick. player. It's an international player. Yeah. Akash and Pranav, guess quick. After this, we have one question, and we'll be done. Hazelwood. Nope. Pranav, your guess. Uh, someone we. I don't know. I think... Um... Pranav, my guess is that you don't know who this player is. That's my guess. <clears throat> my guess is that you don't know I the don't name know of the player. player. You don't know. When, I, when I tell you the answer, you wouldn't... You, you don't, I don't think you'll know who the player is. That's my guess. Oh. <laughs> so should yeah, I reveal I the know. answer? Either like... Yeah, you should. You should. That's <laughs> <laughs> the answer. Okay, are you guys ready for drum rolls? I'm going to put drum rolls in this because Sid's face is going to pop up when he hears this. It's Isuru Odana. Whoa! <laughs> it's Isuru Udana no way. for the, the Wambaya 11s in oh 2009. Wait, what team? <laughs> Wambaya 11s. They were in the I Champions think... League? Yeah, yes. wow. Yes. That's crazy. I, I got the reaction that I was expecting from Sid for that. <laughs> and hey, so now you Isuru know Udana. why he was taken. <laughs> it was Isuru Udana all the way back in 2009. And now for our last question today, our last question today, I have to pick between two, but I'll pick this one. It's a who am I question. I am famous for... Okay, uh, Sid will know this. I'm not going to take this one. I'm, I'm going to pick the other one. I, I haven't got debut. one today. Give me one. Okay. I may, okay. I'm famous for having dropped the crucial catch in a clinical game at an ICC event. One which arguably cost my team the trophy. I was the highest run scorer for my national side in a match wherein a record was broken twice, with me being involved in the second breaking of the record. I was fined for smoking marijuana on a tour to the Caribbean early in my career. I've represented two IPL teams across five seasons of the IPL, one of which my team won. I transferred to my second team alongside a player who I won the IPL with, who eventually became and still is the captain of my second team. Who am I? There are lots of clues in this. Uh, yeah. If you don't know one event, the other event can ring a bell. If you don't know the second event, the third event, uh, event can ring a bell. And we have spoken about this guy at some point in the last one month. Maybe just once, but we have spoken about him. Mm-hmm. I can give you a clue for, about the team. I can give, I can tell you which two um I can yeah. tell you which two IPL teams he played for. Yeah. He played for Deccan Chargers and Mumbai Indians. Oh, so earlier in the IPL, yeah. not yeah. And he's an international player. International player retired in 2012. Okay. And uh, the player, the captain he was talking about was Rohit Sharma because he transferred with Rohit Sharma to Mumbai, or like he was bought 
at the same time famous for having dropped a crucial catch in a clinical game at an icc event i can reveal that as well was one of the world cups i'm not going to reveal which year but one of the world cups and he also plays for a team which has had like really poor luck yeah like in like he had a very poor luck in that world cup and also so, like so, south african for sure <laughs> i mean you can take a guess is you it know johan bota no no he's not played the world cup i don't think oh i thought no he played 2011 i mean but still it's not the answer yeah. also he didn't play mumbai india he didn't who sorry who did you say harshal gibbs that's right dude Dude, what the hell? Oh, Akash has gotten the answer. Akash is the only one who has gotten the answer. I was, Gibbs was actually my second guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Gibbs, Gibbs is South African, answer, but Gibbs is the answer, guys. So yeah, that well so wow. Akash, props to you. I'm gonna Venmo you 1.5 bucks for guessing really? three answers correctly. For guessing three answers <laughs> correctly, yes. And Sid, well you're gonna have to Venmo me 1.5 bucks so I can Venmo like Akash those 1.5 bucks. Yeah, no. Performing so pathetically. <laughs> performing so pathetically <laughs> in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> Not my captain. <laughs> Not my captain. <laughs> you said that on public. I can also publicly tell you what's going to happen for saying that. My team. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Thank you, it was Sam, a pleasure yeah. having you guys. It was a pleasure, pleasure having you guys. And I'm hundred percent sure that we're going to record more episodes together in the future. Hopefully, with more people like in the future. So, thank you so much for joining me. It was a riveting discussion, and it spoke directly to the aim of the podcast. So, I'm really, really glad that we were able to do this. Have a nice sure. day. It's an honor. Thanks. Thank you Archit